It is Thursday, April 20th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by MLB 9 Innings. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Rob along for the ride as well. And I start by wearing an Oakland A's hat. Because mm. I feel for my Oakland friends and fans today because it came out last night courtesy not only of several reports, but the A's and also the mayor of Oakland said they have ceased negotiations on a new stadium. It certainly sounds like the A's are going to be moving to Las Vegas where they have already purchased ground or are on their way to purchasing ground and building a brand new 30 to 35,000 seat stadium about a mile from where the Raiders play in Las Vegas. So it seems like all systems go as a dude who played out there in Oakland for a little while as both a visiting player and then a guy who called that his home baseball town. What are your feelings today? It's interesting because I feel like this has just been a long time coming. I know there's kind of been what I'll call a lot of lip service there, trying to keep this team in, trying to get the stadium built. It really felt like they had, you know, one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel. My dad used to say that. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like they weren't, I don't know if everything was righteous when they were talking about trying to stay in Oakland, you know, I hope it was, uh, but yeah, like you said, now they kind of give us a Wednesday night news drop uh, where some pretty pointed quotes there from Manfred and, and Dave Cavall. So I feel for Oakland fans. I really do because there are some very, very loyal um, fans in that city who have been around for a long time. And really, when that park gets filled up, it's one of the loudest, most raucous places to play in all the baseball. So um, if this does happen, I do go to Vegas. I'm going I'm to miss that. Absolutely. As somebody who knows the pain of losing a professional sports franchise, the three years where we didn't have the Cleveland Browns were some of the most miserable of my sports existence. Um I don't know if there's baseball on the horizon in Oakland ever again. That's really tough considering that franchise, I believe, has been there since 1968. This is really, really difficult. I don't pretend to know every inner workings. I've followed it as closely as I can. I don't know it. Um, I just feel pain for them. And and it's it's that simple. And I don't know. It's not fair for the ballplayers that are there right now. It's not fair for Mark Kotze. uh, And it's certainly not fair for the good people of Oakland. And so... We'll leave it at that. We'll see what happens with baseball in Las Vegas, maybe by 2027, but who knows? Uh, Today's episode of Baseball Day, sponsored by MLB 9 Innings. It has a wide variety of game modes, including league mode, where users play through an entire season, to live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use in your dream rosters, which are the most up-to-date ones around, also the most up-to-date team logos, ballparks, unis, and they're introducing new historic players to MLB 9 Innings as well. Hall of Famers like Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Michael Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman, and more. So download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. And oh, by the way, while you're mm-hmm. there, get in your MLB 9 Innings question of the day by tonight. Because we're going to pick the best one. We're going to use it on Friday's show. You're going to get rich, famous, and a Baseball Today t-shirt that's in your size. So you're going to become Chris Rose, rich and famous, and you're going to get a Baseball Today t-shirt. That sounds like a good deal to me. I, I can promise at least the last part of the equation. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's start it off with one of the most interesting stories we've seen in a while. Max Scherzer could be <clears throat> facing a 10-game suspension following his ejection for using some sort of substance on his hand Wednesday afternoon as the Mets all-star pitcher 
was taking on one of his former teams, the L.A. Dodgers. Now, here's what transpired. He had something on his hand and or his glove. He got a typical inspection. The umpire said, go change out your glove. Go wash your hands. Scherzer obliged. He came back out with apparently even more sticky stuff on his hands. Scherzer claimed, on the life of my children, that is rosin. It is nothing else. Here's Max's side of the story. After that third inning, um, I'm in front of the MLB official that's, that's underneath here. I wash my hand with alcohol in front of the official. Um, I then apply a rosin, and then I grab sweat. Um, when I, then, I then go back out there, and Phil Cuzzy says that my hand's too sticky. Uh, I, I don't get it. Yes, when you use sweat and rosin, your hand is sticky. But I don't get how I get ejected. When I'm when I'm in front of MLB officials doing exactly exactly what you want and being deemed my hands too sticky when I'm using legal substance, I do not understand that. Are you as confused as I am? Not really. I mean, look, we've known for a long time that yes, uh, sweat and rosin and also sunscreen. Like if you put those three things together, it you're it becomes very very sticky. And you know, we're playing a day game yesterday. And, like, what are you supposed to do if you're a pitcher? Like, you need to protect your skin. So, like, sunscreen's going to be on you. You're going to sweat a little bit. And they give you rosin. If you combine those three things, which you're not supposed to, like, that's, like, in the letter of the law, you're not supposed to combine anything, but you're going to tell guys not to wear sunscreen. I'll go back to this, Chris. Pitchers did this to themselves. Some of them. Not all of them. I'm not saying Max Scherzer did this, but guys that were using spider tack and, like, those really bad substances caused this for all the other pitchers. So, I don't really know what the the solution is. You know, I thought this would the test would be okay, uh, but now we're we're seeing this more and more. Where, I mean, can umpires tell the difference between sweat, rosin, and sunscreen and some foreign substance? Like, are they trained for this? They're not. I mean, so what we're kind of leaving it up to them and their judgment, and there's no training for it. So it's it's interesting to me. I don't know where we go. Um, Obviously, I'm okay with rosin being on the mound and having, you know, you're going to sweat and you're going to have sunscreen. I think these things like don't increase spin rate enough to have like a meaningful uh, impact. Uh, but again, like, you know, these umpires, like I kind of, I feel for them too. What are they supposed to do there? There's no training for this and they kind of just have to judge on the fly. Um, I believe Scherzer though. Every time you, br- anytime you bring out, I swear on my kid's life, that's a, that's a heavy statement right there. Uh, so I, I don't think he was trying to cheat, um, but there's just not a good system in place right now. It's a horrible system. This is yeah. the biggest issue. This is the second time in less than a week where we had a pitcher get checked in front of the world to see. It was with Domingo Herman up there in New York. I I don't know what the difference is. And I consider myself a pretty good baseball fan who has some connections. I talked with a bunch of pitchers last night. They're utterly confused. They think there's a, some of them think there's a conspiracy against pitching this year. They feel like they're being searched more often, which they did come out with a memo with all that. Well, listen, you can put your hand over your face. I'm just telling you what I was told here. Okay. Here's the biggest issue. I don't know if Max Scherzer cheated. I really don't. I don't know if, if Phil Cuzzy and his crew were justified in ejecting him. You know why I don't know? Because the league hasn't said anything. Stop putting a statement out. Go out, get in front of a camera, have an explanation, get challenged by questions by somebody. I will volunteer to do it so that we as a 
fan base of the sport that we all love have a better understanding of what is happening. You cannot like that the NBA suspended Draymond Green for what happened with Damanis Sabonis the other night in the Kings Warriors series, but at least Joe Dumars, who's an executive in the NBA circles, went on his media tour. You might not have liked what you heard out of his mouth, but at least he was available. The biggest problem is Major League Baseball, they write three sentences and they think they're good and they want to go stick their head in the sand. That is not good enough. And if you want to come out and say we screwed up because the Herman should have been ejected or we screwed up because Scherzer shouldn't have been ejected, do that. Help us. Please. And we have the data, Chris. I mean, I think that's something we can do. In real time, we're getting spin rate data. So, like, if we're seeing jumps from, like, a guy's baseline, like his his career norms Which we and didn't, spin, by the way, with Scherzer. We didn't see jumps. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I think that's one way you could look at it. Um, but, again, look, pitchers, there's no conspiracy out to get. You got yourself. You got yourself. Don't I can't. I can't with that, Chris. I'm just telling you what they said. Some guys have said... If they say it again, will you relay that for me? Sure. I'm sure they'll watch (laughs) what we're doing right now because they do. They they watch and they listen to what we're doing. How would you like to see this play out real quickly? Which was Scherzer or just in the league in general? I think probably both cases. Give Give me a quick one. I I I believe Scherzer. Like I said, like those three things together, sunscreen, rosin, and sweat. You're not gonna be able to take away those uh, from the guys. Uh, so I think he probably was just that was what was, the concoction was on him. Um, for him, I think you just keep going forward. And I don't know. I mean, it seems like a Phil Cuzzy problem too, right? Like he's yeah, he's, he's ejected three, three guys. guys have been ejected for this, and he's been the guy every yep. single time. So Phil likes yep. the sticky stuff. Apparently, for the league, I think the spin data is. You know, that can play into the solution at least. I think it's just a, a perfect example of a lack of leadership, which we have in this country. And I'm not going to sit here and get political on you, but I'm talking about all, through all facets of life. Think about where you work, okay? Do you have great leadership where you work? Right now, we don't have great leadership in this sport. We need better people. I'm not. I don't know if the right people are in there, but they need to be better at what they're doing. And part of it is communicating to your fan base what the hell we're seeing here. That's it. Agreed. And if they do, if they do further penalize Max Scherzer, you damn well better make sure it's right. Because I just saw them let Domingo Herman walk. And by the way, one last thing: Phil Cuzzy said he had stuff on his glove, which is illegal, by the way. Why did he allow him to change gloves? If the rule, if the letter of the law is you're not allowed to have stuff on your gloves, shouldn't he have just thrown them out then? Like these are the questions I need answered. I'm not saying Max Scherzer didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying he did because I'm freaking confused and I'm sick of it. So sick of it that I need to now talk about a guy who's returning from an 80-game PED suspension. (laughs) (laughs) Fernando Tatis Jr. will be penciled in most likely as the leadoff hitter for the San Diego Padres tonight as they start a roadie out in Arizona. If Fernando Tatis Jr. was on a phone call with Trevor Plouffe and said, hey, Plouffe, Give me some advice moving forward. What would you say? I would tell him to kind of keep his head down and go do his thing on the field. You know, like if he has to talk to the media and they start questioning him, I think the best thing to do is to say, look, I, and just be honest, like there's nothing that he can say to the media that's going to make some fan out there 
who doesn't like him because he got suspended, change his mind. That's just not going to happen. The way he can do that and the way he can win back fans is to go out and play like he did in his minor league rehab stint. If he comes back like that and he just lights the world on fire, there's going to be some people that are never going to forgive him. And they're just going to be you know, against him for the rest of his career. Uh, but if he comes back and plays like that, I think he's going to win a lot of fans back. And uh, in San Diego, I don't think he's gonna have that problem at all. I think they're going to embrace him wholly on the on the on the road. He's gonna have to deal with it. And like I said, I think you just kind of you be honest with any questions and say, look, I want to put this behind me. I made a mistake. It was silly. And I just want to move forward. Like, that's all you can really say. And then go out there and ball out, dude, because that is the only way to get people back on your side. Yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty good. If I were to be his PR guide for his first press conference, which I believe will be Thursday, I would say, hey, listen, I screwed up. Don't mention ringworm, by the way. Let's let's not do that. Whether that's what happened or didn't happen, people aren't going to care. They're not going to buy that. They're not they don't want to hear that. What they Mm want to hear is that you're on the road toward baseball redemption, if you will, and say, I I screwed up and I understand There's going to be a certain group of people that probably won't ever look at me the same way again, that you're going to label me. And you know what? That's on me. That's my fault. And I have brought that on myself and my teammate and my family and my city and everything else. This is all on me. I just hope to bring some joy that I did prior to being hurt in 2021. That's really what I want to do. I want to help bring the city of San Diego their first major professional championship. I want to do all that. And I understand that people are going to root against me. Like, I get it. That's what I would say. I would just throw my hands up in the air and just say, this is all on me. Because the minute you start doing that, some people say, you know what? He's turning the page. He's trying to be better. He's accepting responsibility. We're all humans. Whether it was ringworm medication or he was using PEDs, he fucked up. (laughs) Either way. you know. So I think, yeah. it's difficult for guys to get up and, and admit that, but I think it it does do it does do um, some damage control, if you will, if you get up there and just kind of lay your feelings out there and say, "Man, like I feel like horrible about this. All I want to do is win uh, the fans in San Diego back and kind of keep it specific to your city." I think um, mm-hmm. would help. Yeah, but you know, he was bigger than San Diego. He was one of the guys who electrified the sport, and there were a lot of people wearing Tatis Jr. jerseys and loved watching him play. I was one of those people. I mean, and by the way, I'll be back now. I'm just curious, and obviously it's part of my job, but I'm curious to see if he's still the same baseball player, which kind of gets me to the next question, which is how long will it take Tatis to be Tatis? It's difficult to use minor league rehab games to judge how a guy is feeling, but if you – can at all i mean this he's going off seven home runs in eight games i believe it was i mean do i think he's gonna have that kind of success as he gets back to the major league level no i don't in fact i think he they go they're at the diamondbacks he's gonna face that gal and merrill kelly uh second and third games like those are gonna be tough games for him this is a different level like i think he's gonna He's going to have to make some adjustments. I'm curious to see like, if the emotion uh, of getting back to the big leagues is going to play a part in it, if he's going to try too hard, or if like guys in the opposing team are like going to send a message. I, I don't know if they are. Like That has happened before. Mm. It's happened before. Um, I don't want that to happen. I don't like pitchers throwing hitters. I want to make sure I say that. Uh, but I don't think it's going to take much time. I, I always talk about 
you have to go and remember how good this guy is. Go look at some highlights. Go look at his baseball reference page. He is a world-class player. He's going to come back and be a world-class player. Uh, but it, it might take some time. He might have some some rust to to knock off. Even though we saw what he did in the minor leagues, it's just a different level at the, uh, at the big league level. Yeah, an open, different level OPS at the big over... league level. Yeah, I get you. I understand what you're saying. Uh, OPS of over 1,800 in the minors. Good? Yeah, I guess that'll play. Um, So there's two things working here. One is coming back and dealing with the mental exhaustion which he brought on himself of trying to rehab your image from an 80 game PED suspension it almost makes us forget that he hasn't played a big league game since 2021 because he blew out his shoulder and snapped his wrist like those are alone just a shoulder or a wrist are major injuries I would assume for a hitter to come back from just to make sure you could trust your body on your swing and everything else let alone both of them, mm-hmm. let alone an 80-game PED suspension on top of that. So we're talking about not only the emotional, but the physical as well. I imagine, Ploop, there's going to be some doubts about whether or not he feels like, even though he's elite, is there any trepidation at all, or is he as he worked through that physically with his rehab stint in the minors and said, hey, I'm good? I mean, I think that that definitely helped. If you go out and and bang the ball around like he did, and you know he's taking healthy hacks there, I think he's feeling good. So I don't think there's going to be any trepidation as far as physical. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be more mental for him, and, and and just calming the adrenaline down. I'd assume that the Padres PR team is going to really shelter him for the first couple of months. Uh, you know, not get him in front of the media too much. Um, we'll see what happens, though. I'm I'm curious. I, I'm curious to see like the reaction of the fans and. I know uh, his teammates are going to be supporting him, which is a good thing for him. Uh, but it's it's going to be a story. We're going to be talking about it for, for quite some time. Well, it's going to be every road city that he goes in, he's going to be inundated by a new group of, of media, right, that follow a particular team. So yeah. this is going to be tricky for the San Diego PR group, which is actually a pretty good one um, out of all the people that I've dealt with. They're, they're, they're good people. They get in front of things. I think this is – if I were to give them a word of advice, and maybe there's a little bit of inside baseball media side of things, it is to sit down with Fernando and say, hey, listen, this is what we plan. You know, I think once a series, you have to be available in the beginning for for people. You have to. Um, because yeah. this is on you. Uh, they'll they'll well, put out I mean, is- some blanket statement or he'll say, look, I already answered these questions. Refer to my, my prior interviews. Like he'll have something there. That's not fair. They're not but they're not going to let him sit up there and answer the same questions over and over. They're just not going to do that. I, I understand. There's 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 probably going to be in a very large press conference in Arizona, like first mm-hmm. one back. But mm-hmm. if people want to come around his locker and ask him questions, he has to answer them. That's part he of doesn't. the deal, that's, dude. That's the thing is he doesn't have to answer them. He can an, he can, you know he can answer. I've already talked about that. You know, refer to my my hey. prior quotes. That's what we'll say, man. Now, how's that going to look? It's it's better than him. Honestly, it's better than him getting up there every single time and rehashing it. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I just don't. I think you've got to. I don't know, man. I don't I want that, once, dude. I don't want to. I, I mean, look. I know some people want to like vilify him and and just put him on the coals every 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 road trip. I understand some people want to do that, but like, what's the point of that? Well, Answering I, the same I, I questions over and over. He's just gonna say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it's possible. Like I said, when you when you're dealing with a new group of reporters, you're going to get people asking 
yeah. the same questions in different cities. I, I just don't think there's a way to avoid it. You know, not everybody works for the same media outlet. It'll be interesting. We'll see how all this stuff works its way out over the next several months. Hey, today's episode sponsored by these guys, Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Shady Rays offers a world-class product, just as good as any expensive pair that you've ever worn. They got durable frames, extra clear optics. I mean, I can't tell you how great Ploof looks right now, and I'm wearing my shades inside. That means you got a primo pair. On top of that, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. My man, tell the people what that means. Excuse me? I was reading something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this email right now while you were doing this. Is this the Shady Ray read where you want me to tell you if you sit on them like Chris Rose does all the time, they'll just send you a new pair, no questions asked? Is that what you want me to say? Exactly. If you oh. break them or you lose them, even on day one of purchase, they're going to send you a new pair, no questions asked. That's simple. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code today for 50% off two plus pair of polarized sunglasses. Plus you get the ultimate protection. Let's go. All right. We continue on boy. There were a bunch of teams that had amazing road trips out there. You had by my count, the Mets, the Cubs, the Braves, the Brewers, the Rangers, the Pirates, all just wrapped up roadies of at least six games where they won at least five of them. Let's do this on the quicker side. Which team impressed you the most away from home over the last week? All of them impressed me when you go on the road and you can win like that and take series like these teams did. It's impressive. I don't care who you play. I'm going to give the Rangers a little bit of love. Uh, they went down into Houston, took the series there, went to the Royals, swept them, and they did it with all without Corey Seager and Jacob DeGrom coming out of a start. I think John Gray also had to leave a start. Um, they put up runs when they needed to put up runs. They also, their pitching staff has been, or during this home st- or this road trip, was excellent. Um, a bunch mm-hmm. of games with, you know, giving up very few runs and then the bats came alive when they needed to. Um, they're 12 and six out in front in the AO West. And we've been giving them grief for quite some time. And they've quietly been building a really nice team down there and a very uh, confident team, which is really nice to see. They got some dudes in that clubhouse. And, uh, you know, I know that sweeping Kansas City is, you know, going to happen this year, but to go into Houston and do it, that's very impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Even though the Astros in the last few years typically have not gotten warmed up until May, but yes, if the <laughs> Texas matter. Rangers have nothing yeah. to they have nothing to apologize for. I, I I think that's a good call, but it's not the best call, which okay. would be the Milwaukee Brewers took okay. three of four in San Diego, took all three up in Seattle. Pretty cool, fourteen and five overall. You talked about the pitching issues with injuries and missing some big guns with the Rangers. Same thing can be said for the Milwaukee Brewers. No Braden Woodruff on that trip. Corbin Burns had to leave a start. He was a little banged up. Uh, tip of the cap to Devin Williams, who's off to an amazing start this year. So far, six shutout innings where he's allowed only three hits. He has been masterful at the back end of that pen. I like it offensively because they're getting a bunch of different 
uh, contributions from some young guys out there, even though a guy like Garrett Mitchell just went on the injured list. I like it. I, I, I dig what I'm seeing out of Milwaukee because this is a show-me year, I think, for the entire organization. Last year, they took a major step back, particularly after the hater trade where they couldn't get their shit together. This is the last year of Craig Council's contract, so he's fighting for something as a kid that grew up in Milwaukee. He was going to want an extension, hopefully. Off to a very nice start through their first 19 games. Tip of the cap to you guys. All right, uh, finally, besides Scherzer, emotions were running hot. Hot mm-hmm. on Wednesday. You had the whole Mad Bum versus Contreras thing. Then you had David Bell chirping at the umpire saying, get Pete Fairbanks off the mound. He doesn't have the control to be a major league pitcher today. And then you had Mark Kotze, who had to come out and protect one of his players, Aledmitz Diaz, who got called out on strikes because of a pitch clock violation. Which of all of those outbursts kind of made you snicker the most or did you pay attention to most closely? They're all such different situations. Like David Bell was just frustrated with the way his team was playing. They're getting beat like eight to nothing. Fairbanks was all over the place. And you hear that from time to time from managers like, you know, get this guy. Like he can't, if you can't throw the ball inside the right way, get him Which out. Which would of have here. been right into but that whatever. Pitch. Oh, there it is. Been in there at 97. I think he was He's really just know. frustrated and just trying to fire his team up. Right? Now, this is the great stuff. Where here we go. Yeah. What's he got in his hand? I don't know. I'm not happy with what's going on. This is not even my answer, by the way. I I do like I I don't mind this at all. Are you going with Kotze? Well, Kotze's was interesting because I think he was right about this. Like, Elemis Diaz, Uh like, it was, like, hurt and, like, just stepped out of the box because his fucking thumb was banged up and the umpire had no feel for the situation. I liked the Wilson Contreras and Mad Bum, like what a pairing that oh. is together. Yes. And, and I think what Mad Bum really uh, took to heart, and if we want to play that, that would be great because you can hear Contreras go like, ooh, after he misses this yes. pitch. All right, well, let, let's listen. What's that that got Mad Bum right there. He did not like much. that. It wasn't the swing. Back and forth right it there. was that noise there. And Mad Bum's just but not happy about it. He doesn't want anybody to swing too hard or to be like, ooh, I almost got you. Like, we've seen this from him before many times. You, and then you know what's funny? is When he walked him, he grunted. Yes, that's funny. That was funny. And then uh, Contreras gave him a little bat twirl on the walk. But whatever. Uh, for me, it was the Mark Kotze one. And let's let's fast forward just to the part where Kotze comes out here, Robbie, if we can. Because, yeah, Diaz gets called out on strikes. You're right. The umpire had zero feel whatsoever. And here's the best part about having so little crowd out in Oakland is that even though there's a bunch of people there behind home plate, so maybe I misjudged that because the Cubs were in town. But you can hear everything on the field. Like, nobody was riding the Nat sound mic. So, quickly, let's listen to this part. Here we go. Why does he have to tell you he's fucking standing here with his thumb? He's fucking... So the pitch timer <laughs> Love got to let Miss Diaz. He's fucking hurt. That's bullshit. <laughs> Diaz, he's not moving. Mark okay. Kotze. Thank you, Rob. Do you think that do you think that the A's broadcast team is like, fuck it, we're moving to Vegas? Like if there's some F bombs out here in the Bay Area, we don't really give a shit <laughs> on our broadcast now. What are they supposed to do? Like you said, that like you can kind of hear everything. Yeah. Those are some loud F bombs, too. That wasn't no subtle yeah, F bomb by Kotze. But he was right. Good. He's right. 
true. What are you supposed to do if you're hurt? You have to get back in the box. Like, oh, it's such a shit show. Yeah, umpires, umpires in their feel together. Oh, there is no feel. Uh, we started the day with an umpire. We end the day with an umpire. So that'll do it. We are off to New Jersey. We got a little crits ball tournament coming up. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in a few minutes on the drive down to LAX. I can't wait, my friend. Thank you so much to our late emergency. We had a little uh, bullpen blowout uh, in the producer role. So we had to start a new guy, Robbie Scirocco. Tip of the cap to you. For the always entertaining Trevor Plouffe, I am Chris Rose. We will see you Friday on Baseball Today. Don't forget to get your question of the day in by tonight. We'll see you Friday. 420.